Good evening, and welcome to another episode of Swimming with the Fish. I am Crutch, and I am here once again with my partners in crime, the Chief. Chief, how are you? I, I wish certain people were dead. I can't argue with that right now. I, I honestly can't. Uh, Goon, how are you? How are you doing, sir? I'm happy certain people are dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> we have we we seem to have run the gambit of death today. Um, yeah, it's uh, folks. It has been one heck of a week. Uh, stuff that you guys all know about, which we're going to get to, and stuff that you guys have no idea, which is all of our inside baseball work life experiences. It has been, um, without a doubt, a week to remember and to forget as quickly as possible. I know you guys have been busy because I think I've typed a half dozen phrases to you both for the whole week. I Granted, it was a short week because we had Labor Day. But, well, uh, some of us had to work on that day, too, because as I have now found, apparently... A lack of planning on the part of others does constitute an emergency on my part. Yeah, you know, Ku Klux Klandy should have... <laughs> he, he should have at least wow. appreciated our situation. That's, that's a new one for the books. Um, yeah, the, uh, the, um, the team of fine engineering personnel that we depend on to provide infrastructure services for our software development efforts is uh, is coming out with new stuff. And the new stuff is so different than the old stuff that a little heads up from them would have gone a long way to helping us get our, our own software up to uh, a level where it could be presented in a positive light. Is that a good way to put it? Look, man, all I know is that dudes in robes and threatening to hang and burn okay that's... <laughs> wow <clears throat> folks i'll give you an analogy i've, I've been working on this as an analogy but well, you don't want to give them an, an allergy <laughs> not a, no i'm not going to give them an allergy goon uh, well why'd you say you were i said analogy not an allergy an allergy i heard you well this could go it's, on for a while <laughs> Who, who's on first? Yeah, um, that's what I want to know. Uh, I don't know. He's on third base. <clears throat> so, uh, so imagine if you uh, if you were a guy writing a program and you had been told all along that your program needed to run on a Mac, and you have done your level best to make even better to run on an iPhone. Let's make it really up to date. You've write, written this great app, and it's working on the iPhone. Everybody loves it. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. And then the big bosses say, hey, we're going to demonstrate your app in a week and a half. And you're like, yippee ki People are going to see how great my stuff is on the iPhone. Oh, yeah. By the way, your support people are only going to be supporting Android. And yet your app needs to work in in a week and a half on Android. Get busy. Yeah, pretty much. So, so that's kind of where we have been for about the last week. We actually found out it was great. I thought this was funny in a car crash kind of way. Um, we found out um, about this whole fun and games. Uh, last Friday, they sent out an email at 5.35 in the afternoon. They, they being the tool. The tool, yes. We have a new nickname, The Tool. <laughs> yes. And um, 5.35 in the afternoon on the Friday before the three-day Labor Day weekend. <clears throat> Just by the grace of God, I snuck into work for a few short hours of uh, some work to do. And I read this on Monday and uh, sent, sent a note <laughs> to the chief. You are going to be so surprised with what we have to do come Tuesday. And uh, we have literally just spent four very long, compressed days uh, trying to learn an entirely new environment and uh, and having middle and upper middle management, you know, pop by your desk, hey, how's it going? Is there anything we can do to help you? Which I run akin to I keep seeing that scene in the movie The Agony and the Ecstasy where Michelangelo is 
on his back, painting the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. And the Pope comes in and he says, when will you be done? And Michelangelo says, when I am finished. <laughs> yes. The, the, Not that we're Michelangelo, <laughs> but I'm feeling the pressure. Just saying. Well, common sense would dictate that when you say, I need something done, but I need you to go to another city and demo another project. That, yeah, that poor, you... poor, poor chief got yanked completely out of the county. <laughs> Get in your car, go over there, and talk about this other thing you're working on. Because, frankly, it's not like we need you for, you know, the <laughs> this building right here is on fire. But, you know, there's a campfire over there. We want you to put some marshmallows on. It was a mess. You, you sure they were just not trying to get rid of you? Well, since it was special people driving me around, and I did, I did look for you know signs of struggle to, to see if if I was not. They, being... they knew it was you, Fredo. <laughs> I knew it was you all along. As but, long as they don't take you out to the woods, I'm just saying. So, um, or fishing, or hunting. What I those thought, are all bad. Or what, the cement factory. What I thought was amazing. Grab was, a pit. Was when, was when a boss lady told the, the Gordon's fisherman what had happened, and, oh. and he just stops. <laughs> like we're walking, he stops. He turns, and he looks, and I can't tell what face he's making under that massive beard. Right. But, <laughs> but I could. Because you almost see the wheels turning in his head. Well. It, his face and head, because you know they're they're quite Attached. open. They're, <laughs> Sorry. They are is easy to see the skin was right. all turning red. Mm. It was quite red, and I was like, well, if only he could do something, but he abandoned us. So, I was about to see, say, you know, he 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 went to to you know uh, greener pastures where he is much better, happier, a better place. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. You know. If you're going to work someplace where they have their collective, you know, poo together, um, then uh, then that would be the place to be where he is. Yeah, where dreams are made. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but yeah. He works for Disney? Wow. I'm sorry, I was away for a minute. You said where dreams are made, and I, I tuned out. <laughs> when goon wishes upon a star. Sorry. <gasps> <laughs> Well, <laughs> Did he fall out of his chair by singing really that bad? I'm sorry. I mean, we've had some sad, sad times. I'd, I'd hate to think that you passed away. So many people have passed away recently. True. Just the, just uh, in the last two days, in fact. Uh, yeah, we lost Burt Reynolds. That was, that was kind of sad. Burt Reynolds yesterday. Smokey and the Bandit. One of my daughter's uh, favorite musicians, Mac Miller, today. Wait, See, whoa, I, whoa, you're no. calling Mac Miller a musician. She is calling Mac Miller a musician. Okay. Have you, oh, have Mac you listened? Miller is, is a rapper. Have you yeah. listened to him before? Yeah. Okay. So, can you call that music? Wait, wait, so, let me get this straight. The, the one African-American out of the three of us is questioning whether or not rap music is no, music. No, no, I'm not questioning rap music. I'm questioning Mac Miller. You're not going to have to worry about Mac anymore. <laughs> right. Because that's like saying... I don't know. He could be like Jim Croce. I don't know if you guys know who Jim Croce is. No. Goon probably does. Yep. Okay. If you could read no. my mind, love. Oh. That is not. No, that is not Jim Croce. That is Gordon Lightfoot. Thank you very Jim much. Jim Croce is Bad, Bad Leroy Brown. Time in the Bottle. Exactly. One, right. one more... <clears throat> Well, One less set out, of footsteps on your floor. Yeah, it turns out he, he died in a plane crash suddenly, you know, because nobody plans for that. <laughs> um, and um, he actually released two more albums because he had so much music pre-recorded that they had been working on. He was a prolific singer and writer that he actually produced two albums after his death. Um, so you better be careful. And it's just Mac Miller might have had, you know, a couple of thumb drives full of music. Also today, the... Uh, um... Secretary of Education's father-in-law passed away. He was 92. Well, that's a, the, that's a he, long life. He yeah. is the he is the co-founder of Amway Corporation. Wow. I just found out that my uh, my son's uh, former uh, piano teacher, um, his mother, who is also 92, is actually in hospice. So uh, thoughts and prayers for her. 
don't want to get you know a little down in the dumps, but you know she's a she was a, a regular um, topic during the piano lessons. Uh, a lover of music, and of course her son made it his life's work. So there you go. Indeed. By by the way, uh, uh, Chief, you should expect uh, some sort of retort from the goon child <laughs> if she yeah. listens to this. Okay. You might, you might even get a phone call. Uh-oh. Well, you know, you know what? That's fine. <clears throat> I will direct her to Vanilla Ice and say, point. <laughs> you know, wow. game, game yeah, we can't really. You're going to so, pull the so, ice card. There's really nothing we can do. So so this Miller Miller, Miller individual, he's um, he's melanin-challenged? Man, dude dude is white as snow except and for that, all the tats. And, it looks like it looks like wow. a piece of paper. And well, wow. even more so now, I guess. <laughs> oh. He was he was dating Sorry, a Grandi girl, you know. Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande? Yeah, whatever. Sounds so. like something you get on the Taco Bell menu. <laughs> well, uh, I wasn't going to say anything like that, but <clears throat> I wasn't the first to say that. Now that Luckily you... there was an African American just... bishop who said it before me <laughs> at Aretha Franklin's funeral. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, there's, been a, there's been a lot of poor, poor taste of funerals. I don't understand how. Okay, so I can understand a former president. I can understand uh, people who used to, at one time, maybe be relevant in the civil rights movement. But I don't understand. <laughs> Are you talking but, about the Justice Brothers? <laughs> but I didn't understand, you know, Louis Farrakhan. Calypso Louie? <laughs> yeah. No one no one understands <laughs> Screwy Louie. Yeah. You know where that name comes from, right? No clue. Prior to joining the uh, Nation of Islam, he was a Calypso singer. Louis Farrakhan, really? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, That's I kind of see that, actually. <laughs> it all now, makes I just sense. want to make sure all Christians and Jews die. Sorry. Is that what he stands for? <laughs> Uh, yes. Have you not the, ever heard? <laughs> holy jumping jackrabbits, man. I he try is not the to listen. biggest li- anti Semite on the planet. I try not to listen to him. I was the Christians part I was questioning. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> because uh, as, as was told by my dad just about every day <laughs> in the 90s, he would, mm-hmm. he would quote Mr. Farcon by saying, The Jew and the white man are bloodsuckers. And mm-hmm. and when you hear that mm-hmm. as a little kid, and then being you, half white, and then you repeat it <laughs> in the street, it, <laughs> it is not good. That doesn't go over real well, does it? I no. see. You uh, you you sucked any blood lately, uh, Crutch? <laughs> um. Well, in all honesty, a little. <laughs> I um I do poke my finger for blood sugar test every morning and, and I usually stick my finger in my mouth to make it stop. Ew! You wash your finger under a faucet and use paper towel to dry it. Uh, <clears throat> I wash it first. Yeah, then you wash it afterwards when the sticking is done. You know, I, me think... I like my way better. It's more like recycling. <laughs> your way is gross and germ-laden. Are you suggesting there are germs in my mouth? I am. You are vastly mistaken, sir. I harbor no germs at all in my entire physique. I'm totally germ-free. So, you know, which brings up in, because we're an educational... He's not going to let us continue. (laughs) Because we're an educational show. Did you know? All right. I have to. I have to call. I have to call shenanigans on that. There's. Did you did you know that uh, due to the amount of antibiotics that we ingest, the probiotics that we are taking now uh, have no effect. I want to know why antibiotics and probiotics are both good for you. It's a, that doesn't make sense. Because there's certain types of bacteria that are good, and there are certain types of bacteria that are very bad. You mean like witches? No. It's, it's like the same reason flammable and in, inflammable mean the same thing. 
You yeah, can think I'm never understood either. So he'll be in a loop for a good ten minutes now, yeah. Chief. Let's <laughs> let's keep talking. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, I'm still trying to reconcile the witch thing. So, are you a good witch or a bad witch, Wizard of Oz? No. The the whole. I mean, no. What? You're not a good witch or a bad witch. I love the yellow brick road. I am a sandwich. <laughs> I understand, uh, like at least a, a Wiccan point of view, but I cannot. <laughs> I no no witch will say they're good or bad. What do you have against flying monkeys? That's what I want to know. Whoa, hey man, come on. Did did I not learn anything from DeSantis about talking about monkeys? Is that that where you're going with that? Racist pig. (laughs) Oh, sure. I I get called a pig, but you can't get called a monkey. How's that fair? Easy. I want you to I want you to look Okay, at, we'll go with that. I want you to look at your skin tonation. Uh-huh. And think about that a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, totally makes sense now. I forgot. Better? Yeah. I okay. need more mirrors in this in the studio. No, I don't need mirrors in the studio. You're you're right. That would be frightening. You're right. We are an educational show. See? It's awesome. While on the subject of, of um of uh what were we on the subject of funerals? Funerals, <laughs> funerals. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So that was that was definitely um, an exercise in really awkwardness from watching video of uh, that decrepit old POTUS um, Clinton leering at Ariana Grande to uh, you know a certain um, man of the cloth getting more than a handful of cloth. <laughs> On also Ariana Grande, um, that 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 poor child just should, should never have gone to that thing. I'm just leave it at that. Uh, but then of course there was the other the other big funeral, and uh, I'd have to say uh, I know by talking about this I'm pretty sure we're going to lose. Well, don't <laughs> do it. Gonna lose his, <laughs> who's going to lose his cool? Don't about talking about war hero. It. John McCain. You had to do it, didn't you? Well, yeah. You had to. Is it, what was that you said? Topic. I said what is that? war hero. Explain the logic. Has told me explain that. the logic underlying your conclusion. My conclusion is everybody else calls him that. <laughs> All right. That's how it works. If everyone here. else, if everybody look, calls you a Nazi, if, you're a Nazi. If everybody else jumped off a bridge, would you do it too, young crutch? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I've already fallen. <laughs> so you know, there's <laughs> I, I, many a time do wow. we just Chief yeah, speechless. <laughs> well, it was hard getting this out, but I I find sometimes that I can't like say Blaze Saddles reference. No, no, I didn't say whip. So, <laughs> but what I'm what I'm trying to say before I get interrupted again is that yes we like to quote movies and and even in times of pain which is uh you know a lot lately (laughs) we uh there's some of some of us did did not have the feelings that the the goon had towards McCain but I'm pretty sure in the first Batman movie it, it summed up how how he feels about him, and and I don't know that everyone even remembers this, but uh, there was that. Oh, I, oh I'm, I'm first waiting. Batman movie? Are you talking? You, are you talking? Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yes. First, first Batman. Okay, that's one of the ones I know. I've seen from front to end. So at one at one point the and, and, and. me too actually the the Joker uh, had shaken someone's hand. Mm-hmm. And and he yelled something at said person. Uh, when he, she shook his hand, when he had the uh, fifty the million amp buzzer in it, yeah. right? right? When right. Anton got a little hot under the collar. Yes. He. Uh, that's, that's pretty much where Goon is. Yes. At <laughs> at at the end, mm-hmm. he was when he was staring at him. He said something. I'm, you know, I didn't like him. I'm glad he's dead. Yes, and then he started just, then he just started laughing yeah. and saying it again. 
Now, that is a, a better response than the Samuel L. Jackson version. Oh. Where in a in a time to kill. In a time, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically uh, not only am I glad he did, but <laughs> yeah, that was. Mm, we're not going to say that because I don't have that much awuga. <laughs> <laughs> the awuga is not long enough for that. That's right. I will be. I will be <laughs> chain awugaing. Uh, no. Yeah. So, um, let us say that uh, out in the uh, out in the inter tubes um there is uh, quite a quite a swath of opinion about the late senator from arizona uh there are people who think uh he's could a you, war could hero you, and could you say that again swath of no no before that <laughs> the late senator from arizona thank you <laughs> yes uh today is september 7th 2018, and John McCain is still dead. <laughs> you feel better, Goon? Yes, I do. Okay. I don't like him any wor- any worse, and I don't like him any better, and I'm not going to change my opinion that so, he was a self-aggrandizing person who here, cared nothing for anybody but himself. Here is what the minority group thought of him. So... Uh, there are things that certain people never forget, like, mm-hmm. like my dad, and, and me, and and you know when when you say that Krakalaka <laughs> voted against MLK, then you you pretty much know that that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Krakalaka. Well, he 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 I said something different, uh, but but that. Oh, okay. That's that's, I, I, that's a version I'm, for our show. Yeah. I'm liking that. <laughs> I I think and he did that particular new word. And yes. he did. So so many people say he's great. Family will always remember him well. But you know there was in in our area there was a female lawyer who seemed to be doing very well, but they are suspecting that she shot her two kids and herself. And during the memorial, they're saying we're going to remember her as a wonderful woman, neglecting the fact that she took out her two kids. And, and it's like, you, yes, family can say certain things regardless of what the truth is. And well, I mean, unfortunately, you know, there are, there are people who are not family who have been saying a whole lot of nice things about him now when only a mere eight years ago when he happened to be running against you know uh obama that uh you know he was you know they were giving him the hitler clause oh you know he's one step from hitler and he's the worst thing that could possibly no he was three steps from hitler hey three steps okay (laughs) well okay Oh, fine, you know. He, he could was do close. The, he could do the salute. He was willing to do the mustache, but he couldn't sing Deutschland Uber Alles. That is a showstopper. And there was no goose stepping, so. All right. Some people don't like goose. Anyway, um, so yeah, so it just, I found the hypocrisy uh, incredible, uh, certainly amongst the press, but it's it's to be expected. Yeah, please. Uh, As did I, but even know. even even the conspiracy theorists are carrying it a little far. I mean, there are there are some places even I won't go with Senator McCain. Look, he was. Uh, um, it does not sound, based on his aviation record, both uh, civilian and military, mm. doesn't sound like he was a skilled pilot, based on the number of crashes that he had. Yeah. The, the the general consensus amongst even those who are not detractors was he was a bit of a hot dog. Well, yeah, and and didn't have enough skill to get himself out of trouble when he got himself into it. Right. I mean, that's what it sounds like from the. But he also gets credited with um, uh, often with the biggest disaster uh, in the Navy during the Vietnam War, a big fire on board the Forrestal. Yes. And I gotta say, yeah, I don't think that was him. I really don't think. I really don't think he had a lot to do with that. I I think, to be honest with you, from what I've read, okay, I would put him into the same category of culpability as Mrs. O'Leary's cow. I believe that he was a point 
in a bad process that started something that turned very horrific. Actually, I think that's probably a really good analogy. Thank you very much. Are you familiar with this, the story no, what, of the forest hall? Okay, the, no, no, the I know the forest hall because I sent that to you. I'm, right. Okay, I'm so, more concerned with Mrs. O'Leary's cow. Okay. Oh, Mrs. O'Leary's cow knocked over a lantern and started the Great Chicago Fire, which burned, what, about a third of the city? Yeah. 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 1870? But we don't say? really blame the cow per se. The whole problem was. You know, lack of infrastructure. You shouldn't have lighted can you know lighted lanterns in a place full of hay. You know, there's well, a whole lot of structural problems that were set off by one single act. There are also a lot of other things. It was an extremely dry summer. Mm-hmm. There was a very strong wind on the night the fire started, right. so everything was very dry. Uh, also, when the fire was reported, the firemen went to the wrong address, and it took almost an hour for them to get to the neighborhood where Mrs. O'Leary's, uh, where the O'Leary farm was. You would and think the, they would have seen the smoke. They, well, they did see the smoke. They had fire-spotting towers, but when the alarm came in, they rang the wrong box. You know, back then what they would do is you had numbers on all the alarm boxes, and when they would come in, I'm thinking via telegraph, but you'll have to go check check me on that. Mm-hmm. You know, it was box like 633, and they rang box 663, something like that. And so the the uh, uh, initial responding firemen, when they heard the bells, uh, back then it was from bell towers, uh, uh, they they heard the wrong one. one. One of the people rang the wrong one and sent a whole bunch of able-bodied firemen to the wrong spot. And the people that did arrive were already had already been up all night the previous night fighting another big fire right so yeah you're right it almost doesn't matter whether it was the cow or something else true enough in this case you know we 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 had we had somebody who had thought putting thousand pound bombs on airplane um attachment points uh you know hard points that were designed for 500 pound bombs was a good idea and um you know, then you get somebody who you know decides to do a wet start with his plane. And, whatever, uh, whatever that is, I guess it pretty much is a way to harass the pilot right behind you. Yes, a wet start of the plane shoots out a large flame from your rear to, from the rear of your plane, and the planes are really close to each other, so you basically bathe the cockpit behind you momentarily in flame. Well, unfortunately, those flames licked onto the catch-all on these overstressed joints. And one of those thousand pounders came off the vehicle, the plane behind him. And um, badness ensued. And there was a rocket on a plane, not the one behind him, but a plane near him that launched as well. You know, and and the conspiracy theorists say, well, he was the only one transferred like the very next day to another ship. Yeah. You know why that was? Because of dad. Right. Right. You have a father who cared about his son and got him out of harm's way. You know, is that the right thing to do? Or got him off a ship where he might have gotten shivved in his sleep. Um, it's possible, but we really... We'll that, being, right. that being true or not, <laughs> We you should save this tell. for the end of the month. <laughs> no, 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 because I do <laughs> educational things and this is all hearsay. Well, it, 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 it is all hearsay, but I'm just saying that the evidence that we have doesn't really help you either way you think evidence matters i mean do you not see there's today or no yesterday yesterday Mm -hmm. we had the great senator from new jersey saying that he was you know fighting the man and standing up and showing people just how bad something was and deliberately is spartacus (laughs) delivering secret messages in front of the senate you know, risking his uh, his time as a senator for right. the people. You can be thrown out of the Senate for breaking Senate rules. And then it turns out that he was giving information that people already had and didn't break a single rule. Yeah, the worst thing about this, from what I hear, is so he had these four documents that he released to the public, which were Senate confidential. 
the senator said, if you do this, you risk being kicked out of the Senate. And he says, no, I'm going to do this. This is my Spartacus moment. And people are like, your what moment? <laughs> We're all like, you, go, See, you guys do remember how that movie ended, right? <laughs> it didn't end real well for uh, Spartacus and his merry band. It's like saying, I want to be one of the 300. Um, no, you really don't. <laughs> uh, not really. Um, so, so the worst part is that, as, as the chief mentioned, they had already decided that they were going to release those documents and many more. But the thing that I heard this afternoon was he knew about that. At 3 a.m., he was notified they were releasing the documents. At 10 a.m., Spartacus, you know, released the documents. And people are like, you're an idiot. <laughs> no, man, he's... He's, he's he, running for president. Yes, he, he was He was doing the will of the people. <laughs> There's a guy named Will telling him to do this. You should do this, I tell you. But, um, yeah, the uh, the best part about it is, and I don't know who is running um, Orrin Hatch's Twitter account, but shortly after that, he posts a picture of himself, and it's I think he's leaning over talking to Mitch McConnell, you know, two old white guys, right? And the caption underneath says, you know, I knew Spartacus. <laughs> and you, sir, are no Spartacus? <laughs> you know. Oh, my God. Yeah. So um, yeah, those whole um, hearings have been an amazing exercise in, um, in showboating and total lack of interest in actually getting anything done. I think during the whole process, I only heard one Democrat actually asking questions pertaining to a specific case that Judge Kavanaugh had ruled on. It was asking specific, I mean, I was, I was actually quite impressed, and the person had what appeared to be legitimate concerns. And I thought, okay, this is, this is what I'm supposed to be hearing. But no, every night when, when you turn on the local blather channels, all they're talking about is, you know, Cory Booker being Spartacus or um, Tricky Dick Durbin making, you know, uh, inflammatory uh, allegations or this crazy lady from Hawaii who apparently has to ask every single um, uh, Supreme Court nominee that, uh, that uh, the president puts up whether or not, you know, he's ever heard of or had been engaged in sexual harassment. I'm like, um... I'm pretty sure that's something people should have been vetted out of the process for. So if he's sitting there, maybe somebody covered that. I just I'm going to throw that one out there. But she's that's that's like her thing, you know. Um, most of them, you know, they're given 20 minutes, and you're supposed to be asking questions during the 20 minutes. And most of them make 19 minute speeches. Well, it's like why why bother? I mean, it got so bad that they had to take his wife and kids out of the room because, you know, who wants their kids to hear, you know, well, you know, daddy, if daddy gets this job, they're, they're all saying he's going to kill everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure my kids don't want to hear that either. Well, what do you expect? I mean, there's, there's people who knew, knew better like Kamala Harris, who <laughs> knew yeah. about the, uh, law firm that this person uh, had one person that they knew she mm -hmm. she was a prosecutor there and apparently uh, one of the tactics that she would use is called uh, jury tainting where they would paint a picture that they knew was false just to sway the minds of the jury and in this case they were saying that, uh, they kept saying well did you know someone uh, that may have talked to Mueller, or did you talk to Mueller about uh, the the Trump case? And right. and because he had he knew people from that uh, that law firm, he mm -hmm. he stopped a little so he could think, and mm -hmm. and that was all she needed for an admission of guilt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the only thing she's guilty of is lack of self awareness. And lack of a cogent thought. She's a she's she's a piece of work. We um we do have some 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 brighter news. I mean, we do. Yeah, yeah. I think I think um 
I think um, I think we need to add a little levity. It's just the show's getting, and we're about halfway through the show, and I'm, I'm feeling a little bummed here. So I'm going to take it upon myself to throw a little levity into the show and explain to you how um, I just about lost my mind. Um, and I'm pretty sure my memory is going quicker than I'd like to admit. And it's all about and, you. And it's and again, it is. It's all about me, and I think that's half the fun of it. Um, so, <clears throat> for those of you who don't know, uh, I suffered a uh, an injury as a child, which damaged one of my front teeth. And about, jeez, three years now, four years, um, it finally gave up the ghost, and um, I have a partial. And um, so this partial is, you know, very much looks like the other tooth. People don't know, don't, can't, can't tell. They're, it's a very nice, they did a very nice job on it. And, and I think the grill looks nice, too. Well, thank you, you know, because I like the little gold dollar signs on it. But that's just me. <coughs> funny man. Aren't you funny? You're funny. You're a funny man. Um, Here it so, comes. So <laughs> I, 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 I take said partial out of my mouth when I'm eating because again, it's it's a you know it's not really a, a cutting surface as it will if you will, um, and I usually wrap it up and um, and place it in my pocket so that it's not doesn't have a chance of getting lost in other napkins on the table. God forbid, right? So uh, I'm standing there and I'm doing dishes and I realize you know you you're not you should put your tooth back in your mouth. So I reach in my pocket and it's not there. Bum bum bum. And I am searching high and low through my house, trying to figure out when did I take it out of my mouth? Because it's gotten very automatic. I, you know, I do it without even thinking now, which is bad. Once lizard brain gets hold of a task, you lose the ability to remember exactly when you did that task. I know many of you have gotten in your car, left work, found yourself at home and go, wow, I don't remember a whole lot of the ride home. How did that happen? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I am now thinking, did I even have the thing in my head when I came home? Did I take it out at lunchtime, and it's just been out all this time, and maybe it's sitting in a nice little napkin on my desk at work? <clears throat> I even went so far as to call Mr. Browning, because he lives near work, and, and ask him if he would be so kind as to meet me there, since he can open up the, uh, the office on odd hours, and I was going to rush in and check. His response is, I would love to, but I've been drinking. So, um, so Mr. <laughs> Mr. Browning was, uh, was no help at all, which is, which is good, actually, because um, in hindsight, it would have been very embarrassed to find out, uh, you know, uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you because I don't mind embarrassing myself. So as it turns out, um, it, was, it was in a place that one would not have expected it, and it had gotten there through a a series of unfortunate incidents. Um, my next door neighbor and I share a driveway. Uh, the driveway basically goes between our houses and expands out in the back and the garages are in the back. My next door neighbor is having a heck of a time with their roof. They pulled down all of their solar panels. This is the next door neighbor that had solar panels. I know the two of you are big solar panel fans. And, um, and they, it's they, because we care about the planet and you do not. Well, there's that. Well, apparently they've stopped caring about the planet because they just basically had their whole roof redone. Now, whether or not the panels are going back up or not, I don't know. But in the process... They'll, they'll, they'll be going back up. Once a planet lover, always a planet lover, right, one, one would certainly hope. Yes. Yes, indeed. In the process of, of doing this, this gargantuan amount of work, um, the, uh, the work people parked their vehicles in the driveway which, of course, makes it impossible for anybody to get to their garages, whether it be they or us. So my wife and I had parked our cars out in front of the house. So I had come home, and I had walked into the house, hot, sunny day that it was on Wednesday. And, and, every, I, other, and every other day this week. Up until today, yes. Um, so I get in the house, and, um, and I realize uh, right after finishing dinner, but before I was doing the dishes, I realize that my sunglasses are sitting on the kitchen table and I know I'm going to need them tomorrow because driving the young crutch offspring to his new school puts me in a direct due east path on one of the roads and you will be blind if you don't have sunglasses. So before, you know, I forget to put them in the car later, I take them and the keys to the car and I walk out front with the hope of maybe 
put the sunglasses in and if the workers are done, I can, you know, move my car into the garage. Well, they're not done, so I'm grumbling. So as I get into the car and sit down. Exactly, right? Now, when I get into the car, my keys are in my pocket because I've got one of those touch unlock doors, right? And as I sit down, the keys. You like stroke it gently and it opens? Is that what you're telling me? No, I literally grab the handle and it unlocks because it recognizes my hand. I, I like I like my story better, don't you, Chief? <laughs> I, well, I don't want to think about that. Yours yours gives new meaning to the term auto erotica. Um, <laughs> Ew. There you go. Not Did necessary. You like that? Not mm. necessary. So so as I sit down in the car seat, the keys in my pocket, unfortunately, the wad of keys in my pocket, press onto the panic button on my key fob. So now I'm sitting in my own car. With the horn going, pretty much, yeah. And what do you do when you hear that? Well, you immediately scramble to get the keys out of your pocket so you can push the little button, right? So when I I look around to make sure nobody sees me, but maybe that's just me. And just sit there and enjoy it. Yeah. Hey, you know it's kind of a B flat to C sharp. uh, No, anyway. Um. So as I reached into my pocket to yank the keys out of my pocket, what I didn't know was that my tooth wrapped in the napkin came flying out of the pocket at the same time and landed in the cup holder of my car. So I push the little button, and I get out of the car, not realizing I'm now leaving the, the tooth behind in my car, get to this, you know, end back in the house, and I'm doing dishes, and now I can't find my tooth, and I am dumpster diving through the recycling bin, checking everything that even remotely looks like a napkin, and, um, well, it... Uh, it, it didn't occur to me to uh, well I, I I looked everywhere and had really pretty much given up hope of finding the darn thing, and then I realized that the workers had finally moved their their truck. So I went back out, hang dog, look in my head, and walked it to uh, to my vehicle and opened the door and the lights inside the vehicle come on, and what is sitting in the cup holder but a little neatly folded little napkin, and I opened it up and there was my partial and. God had smiled on me, and I had actually said a little prayer, please, God, help me find my, uh, my, my, my partial, a uh, little, little extra to St. Anthony, because you know, he's the, the finder of lost things. Uh, the chief reminded me, Matthew 7, 7, right, chief? That is right? correct. Ask and ye shall receive. So to wit, I immediately turned around and, and asked for the winning numbers for Powerball that night. Um, did you hear a deep voice? Did, did I mention that that God gave me my partial, right? <laughs> yeah. And that, and that, I think that, I think he thought that was enough. And uh, I'm not going to disagree. I'm very happy to have it back. But um, I had no clue that it was even in my pocket before it came out of my pocket because I do it with such automatic reflex. And um, and my poor little brain had absolutely no idea where my poor little partial had gone. So I'm wondering about, you know, my current level of sanity and whether or not, you know, I should just, you know, check in now or check out now. I'm not sure. One of the, which I know it's one or the other. Well, I can help with that. See. What's that? Yeah. He's not allowed to leave me with the mess that is still at work. <laughs> that is, I, I know that's a selfish thing, but there's no way on this planet He'll, he'll be sending some of us out to get your crutch. From the so, dead, if I have to. So, so you'll, you'll be hearing a knock. <laughs> All so, right, so, come so out of there, crutch. This is, this is more like, um, this is more like row well and live 41. <laughs> you know, as long as you do your work well, you will live. There you yeah. go. Yeah, it's, it's good. Look, it's, it's just it's terrible there. Look, I mean, I don't understand. Because as much it, as much as I complain, it, it it does make the day so much better, uh, you know, hanging out with people that I can actually tolerate, and uh, especially when Crutch, like you can see that he is the last straw has fallen, oh. and and your bottom lip disappears, and you your head goes down a little. And and yeah. you just walk off because I know when, that something when bad is going to happen. When people tell you that in order to find out how their crap works, you need to go to the internet, that's when I stop, <laughs> got out of my chair, 
walk down the hall to our program management office calmly, as, as calmly as I could, without letting them see that my hands were clenched in white-knuckle fists. And I calmly asked for the, the uh, team lead of the PMO, and she was in a meeting, and I said, I will have to talk to her when I get back. And they kindly asked, well, is there anything you can do? And I said, well, you can relay to her the following message. And um, I basically explained in, in calm, slow, measured tones <laughs> my unhappiness with the folks who worked on the floor, three floors below us. And um, amazingly, when that meeting was over, she was at my desk like a shot. <laughs> I think she kind of realized, Crutch doesn't normally come over. She even made mention of that. She goes, thank you for coming over and making, you know, making us aware of this. I'm like, you're lucky that's all I did. <laughs> yeah. You know, it could have been armed. Battle well, axes, well, maces. You know, that, that's a whole extra 40 minutes of driving, though. You know, come on. Yeah, it's probably not worth it. Yeah. Hey, but you know what was worth it? Today is my wedding anniversary, so I took my beloved out to dinner. Did you go to a Scottish restaurant? No. Was I supposed I, to? Well, I... I it's told, 27 Tartan? I told I told my beloved one, one anniversary that uh, we were going to go to a Scottish restaurant, and she was mm-hmm. all excited. Did she ever had Scottish food? Uh, she had. Well, from this restaurant, she had. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, did you get haggis? No, I got her a Big Mac. Oh. Merci. Oh, that's awesome. Look at you. You went to McDonald's. McDonald's, I did. <laughs> well, I drove in there, and uh, you know, then I could really see her point of view more clearly. In a couple of days, once my eye opened up, <laughs> I uh, I actually took my beloved and uh, and my offspring to Ernesto's Fine Mexican Dining. They have four locations in the United States, Goon. Do they? We- Where? Three of them are in Texas. One is in Ellicott City, Maryland. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, so was this the relative who was banished from Texas? <laughs> you got the black sheep relative. Yeah. But it's a wonderful restaurant, folks. Really enjoy it. Um, but they make a, a an apple pie. You don't think of a Mexican restaurant with an apple pie dessert. But uh, I, 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 I have to tell you, Goon, I explained this to Chief and Chief's idea of food is, is just intake. So I, I, I figured I'd just tell you, because and, and, I know you'll appreciate it. I do you've love had, You've had Mexican food, obviously. I, many times. It's one of my favorites. Uh, you've had fajitas. I have they, indeed. Where, where they bring out the wooden plate with the cast iron plate, and it's sizzling yep. the meat and the vegetables, right? Yep. Okay. So imagine the very same wooden plate and cast iron plate, only this time... The cast iron plate is placed on a little table next to yours, and they pour a combination of butter and um, caramel into it so it starts to bubble, right? And then they lay down a chilled slice of apple pie and a large dollop of ice cream in this bubbling butter caramel masterpiece of liquid goodness oh my god i'm drooling <laughs> they then take this large spoon and start spooning it over top then they cover it with whipped cream then they spoon it some more and then they stick it in front of you and you consume it because there's no other way to describe it if i could have inhaled it it would have gone quicker but it was a wonderful dessert i recommend it to anybody who lives in the uh, baltimore area come to ellicott city come to ernesto's have the apple pie and speaking of apple pie, which makes me think of God Country apple pie and baseball, I happen Woo! to know I happen to know that the goon has a baseball-related story that he's just itching to talk about. I did, or I do. I um, after being under the under the weather all Labor Day weekend, I was sufficiently recovered to go sing with my a cappella chorus at uh, Nationals Park on Tuesday. When the Nationals had a, a tremendously disappointing loss to the St. Louis Cardinals, but it wasn't our fault. No, what happened? Um, they, they, um, well, I, I, you know, you know, <laughs> you know. There's a, uh, um, they, they were uh, behind for nothing. They, the Nationals, mm-hmm. and they caught up, 
And then they decided to bring in a relief pitcher in the sixth inning. Mm-mm. Yeah, the relief pitcher in the first three batters that he had each got a home run. <laughs> Ow. That, that was relief for the other team. It was relief, but not what the, not what they were looking for. That's when I went home. Let us uh, let us relieve you from your win. <laughs> here we here we go. How's that how's that working for you? Wow. Um, but it was real. It was really cool. It was um, you know well. <laughs> what it is wasn't... your earned run average for that? Is that like twenty <laughs> seven? <laughs> plus you get plus you get all that fine banter from your teammates after the game. <laughs> Thanks, dip dip. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're kind of a tool. Oh, we got one of those. (laughs) Yes. Who's king of the segues now, buddy? Well, well played. Well played. Well played. And speaking of kings, Mm -hmm. we must bid a fond farewell to the king of the marsupials today. Oh, really? Yeah, he's going to be working on another project. You you seem um, not really all that upset. You know, he's a nice man. Uh, it was, it's just time for him to go do something else. There's always flipping burgers. Well, Be nice. We, uh, we, um, we, we said uh, fond farewell to the, uh, the Viking plague bringer, and um, so I guess everybody's got a little bit of loss. Did we? Did I, hear you? I don't think we did because somebody decided that they didn't want to say goodbye. They were they were quite happy, <laughs> looking from a distance as the view got smaller and smaller. Would you be describing me? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah. I did not go to the farewell. I I tend not to go to this farewell thingies. I missed Which, one. I missed one today too. Right. I mean, you know, right in the uh, middle was, of all yesterday. the hard work we had going on, huh? It was yesterday. It was yesterday. They're all blurring. Chief, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just you know, <laughs> every every day that ended in a Y this week feels like the same day. It was because we were repeating. This doesn't work. This doesn't work. This doesn't work. <laughs> You're up to like beta ninety or something like that, aren't you? Uh, we went way past that. We're at like 150. Yeah, I I know some things are at 118 for beta, which means how many alphas did you do? But but we're getting inside baseball again, folks. So One if I the... just say we are all very very happy that this week has come to a blessed end. Um, oh, by the way, um, yeah, of course it starts at seven thirty Sunday morning because we'll be back at work. Uh, so uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to enjoy what little little weekend I have, and I hope all of you do as well. Good night.